Online Series is a series of online sessions with the Media Academy coach Nadine Passes, who will share her tips on digital marketing and how you can retain your business amid the current challenges. Hello everyone, my name is Nadine Passis, Learning and Development Coach for Lumidi Philippines. And for today's Facebook Live webinar, we are going to be discussing creating valuable online conversations with clients. Now, obviously during this period, um, we if you haven't followed yet, we've had a lot of uh, conversations with so many brokers, um, so many top experts and professionals out there deciding or uh, giving advice as to how you know how you might be able to continue your business um, online even during this situation so uh, some key t- uh, key takeaways during this period is uh, number one it's important to communicate uh, to find opportunities and to keep learning uh, but in fact what we are going to mostly focus on is how we're going to continue communicating uh, during this time uh, and why is it important for us to communicate during this time or to figure out ways how to reconnect with or not just to reconnect you know but to retain um, contacts with our clients well first of all even beyond this right on average, it could take one to six months for a client to decide on a property. So even if we're not talking about, um, you know, the current situation, uh, COVID-19, you still have to figure out a way how to um, how to continue communication, how to continue the conversation uh, from one to six months before they actually make a decision. Uh, second, building client relationships is essential for your business to grow. So again, even without COVID-19, even if we're not thinking about the quarantine uh, situation, we need to build our client relationships we need to make sure that these are not just you know uh your clients for this purchase or your client for this transaction but they become your clients in the long run they become your long-term clients who would happily you know give you referrals right because um if you have watched our previous episode or one of our first episodes of um of the Lamudi Academy webinars on Facebook Live, uh, Andy Manyalak was the one who said it, referrals are some of your best lead generators. And in fact, uh, from his experience, because he's built a lot of solid client relationships over time, he's never run out of uh, referrals. So obviously, the ability to continue communicating and retaining your clients, the skills that you're going to learn now or that you're going to have to learn during this quarantine period is not just for the now it's not just for this situation it's for the long run and what's the best way for you to be able to retain these client uh, relationships well that's through value what we always say this uh, we've always been saying this during the webinar series it's important for you to be able to provide value right now and a lot of brokers have come to us but what do you what do you mean by value or a lot of especially if you're you know if you're focused on selling if you're a re- real estate seller that's your main focus you know what how do i provide value during this time what can i provide um and in all honesty your first step to this or your first way to figure out how you can provide to your clients is to first ask them, how may I help you, right? So this entire um, webinar session is going to discuss um, four different steps in order for you to, you know, communicate with your clients more, uh, to 
create that valuable uh, online conversation. And really, everything starts with asking your clients, how may I help you? Take initiative and get feedback from your clients. And how do you do that? The first step or one way for you to do that is by crowdsourcing uh, your feedback or by asking your clients as a whole in general. So you can try creating a social media post that's made to gather questions. Uh, for example, in the Moody Academy, we made a post recently that asked, okay, if there's something that you want to learn during this time, what would that be? And a lot of the questions were actually answered during um, our webinar series with, with the broker panelists. And, you know, that's the best way for you to know what do your clients need? And I'm sure uh, even from our from the property seeker end, property seekers and investors are asking different questions like, should I sell now? Should I buy now? Um, what type of property should I be looking for after this? Um, does it even make sense to uh, to just rent out this property that I invested in a while ago, or should I just sell it now in order to uh, in order to just save up and see? what's going to happen afterwards so these are there are a lot of questions there are a lot of valid questions from your potential clients and your current clients so if you have a business page if you have a facebook business page a linkedin profile uh, a facebook page where a lot of your followers are potential clients or clients go ahead and you know make a post and say hey ask me or you know what what's what's one thing you'd like to ask about uh you know, in terms of real estate during this time. And another thing that you can do is just look for commonly asked questions on your previous posts. I'm not talking about how much po, san po yung location, PME details, please. We're not talking about that. What we're talking about is if you look at your previous posts in term, uh, if you look at your previous real estate posts and you see that there are questions um, like, is there going to be a price drop? What's going to be, uh, what's going to happen? What about my pre-selling properties? all of these things. If you see these questions, go ahead and, you know, make a list of them, gather them, save them all, and, you know, save it for your second step. But another way for you to, you know, take initiative and get feedback is to just ask your clients directly. Send them a message. Get a list of your clients, your high-value clients, the clients that you have a solid relationship with, the clients you care about the most. And ask them what their biggest concerns are right now. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, real estate, just real estate in general. It could be about other things. It could be about, um, well, I have no idea how I'm going to leave my house and purchase um, essential goods, etc. Even these basic questions, ask them right now, what do they need? Because chances are you're going to be able to find answers in the second step. And if when you whenever you ask your clients right whenever you ask your clients what their biggest concerns are right now some of them might even show or share solutions as to how you might be able to to help them it, all you have to do is you know send them a message ask them how you can help and perhaps you might have clients who have great ideas and say hey what if you just did this for us right now or hey what if you just talk to our landlords right now and uh, see how we can uh, come with a come up with a mutual agreement so that these landlords keep their tenants and these tenants keep their their properties these are you know these are some suggestions that you might want to look out for, and these will only come if you actually ask your clients directly. Another way for you to do this is to send out a form, 
Perhaps you have, you know, a, a list of questions that you've already had an idea that clients might be asking about, but you want to be able to be sure about it. You, you know, you want to be sure that whatever content that you're going to make or whatever plans that you're going to make actually becomes helpful to these clients. So you can create a questionnaire or a feedback form with tools like Google Forms. Perhaps you want to ask them, hey, what's your preferred method of me contacting you right now during this quarantine session? Would you prefer phone calls? Would you prefer messaging? Would you prefer having an online meeting? Uh, or, hey, what is your biggest uh, concern right now? Or what are the things you're looking for right now in terms of real estate? You know, send these feedback forms or these questionnaires and you might be able to receive responses, especially if you have a massive database of potential clients with you or past clients with you. And another thing that you can do is, for example, maybe maybe you don't want to, you know, or maybe you've just finished an online meeting with them or you've just finished a property presentation with them. Uh, the next step would be to probably send them a feedback form and ask them, hey, how can I be better? How can I, uh, how can I serve you better? How can I improve uh, my service to you? These are, you know, these might not, uh, these might not lead to a transaction, but it will definitely lead to your clients appreciating you more and being more engaged and more open to um, being an active client of yours instead of someone who is more passive and is just waiting for you to uh, talk to them uh, whenever whenever they're free. Your last uh, your last way of gathering you know gathering feedback and gathering questions is doing your research, right? So um, one method that we've shared in one of our webinar series is that um, you can go to websites like Quora. Right. If you haven't seen Quora yet, go ahead and check out Quora. What it does is it basically collects questions. If you remember uh, Yahoo Asks back in the day, it's basically like this one, uh, except things are more organized. And um, there are for sure a lot of questions about real estate, about investments today because of the quarantine. So go through websites like these or look for social media groups or pages uh, where active buyer uh, where buyers are actively asking questions gather questions about that see what they might be interested in or might be concerned about list them down so you can move to your second step and of course your second step is where you ask yourself what can i offer what can i offer to my clients right now now you have three options of what you can offer the first is information information meaning okay you've gathered information from other people or other credible sources and you're going to send these to your clients solutions is where you and your clients sit down talk about a plan of action uh, in order to solve a uh, client's concern or a client's problem at the moment. And your third option is referrals. Ha uh, if you cannot solve this problem, if you cannot provide information, then your next step is to give the, your clients a referral. And let's discuss this one by one. Let's start with information. Information means you need to, first off, gather detailed information, right? Once you receive your client's concerns or you receive your client's questions, problems, uh, issues, um, thoughts regarding the 
the quarantine session or even even after this whole quarantine uh, period, right? You need to start looking for available information that you can use to answer your client's concern. If, for example, your client's concern is, how am I going to be able to pay my rent when I don't have a job right now? Uh, because you know we've been laid off because of the current economic situation, then your next step would probably be to go to um, go to the correct uh, government website, see if they've had they've released any advisories, or look through your networks and see if they they have uh, similar practices, etc. Or see if there's any information in the news in the media right now that can answer your current client's concern. Look for information, look for what you can, you know, start doing your research, go on Google, go on Facebook, go on different news media sites, look for infographs, etc. Um, see, there, of course, previously, there's been a lot of banks who said, okay, we're going to defer um, defer the loans to another, to another time or after 30 days or after 60 days, right? Gather that type of information and then provide that to your to your clients. Uh, an idea would be if you have a lot of information right now that is not just um, that is not just pertaining to your current uh, your current client's concern, but also any potential relevant concerns, any potential related uh, concerns. Gather all of that information, put them in a folder uh, or a zip file is what we call it or an FAQ file, and that contains all the important updates and information that might suit your client's needs and send it to them so that your client isn't going to take, you know, isn't going to have to take an hour, two hours going through the internet looking for the right information so that they know what their next step is going to be or so that their concerns may be answered. If you have all, everything in a list, everything in a single file um, that can help them or that can properly inform them, then it's going to be more helpful for your client. And I'm, I'm pretty sure your clients are going to appreciate it. Now, the second form of, um, or the second thing they can offer for them is solutions. Work on solutions. Don't just tell your client, you can do this, this, and this, and this, right? It is way better for you to have an online meeting where you can discuss a client's concern and then come up with possible solutions. You can, you know, you can have a step-by-step -step process prepared for them, you know, to guide them from start to finish. But when it comes to real estate, clients will have different specific problems. Um, yes, there are ge general issues, general concerns that everyone, uh, that a lot of your clients might have in common. But when it comes to real estate, there are very particular things that you need to discuss about. So way better than just providing them information. Actually have a sit down with them. Let them know what their options are. Give them a step-by-step -step process, a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, right? Have a lengthy, comprehensive uh, discussion with them to see what your next steps are going to be. Actually become a consultant where you're not just telling them these are your options and then that's it, right? Sit down and ask them because when it comes to real estate, it's personal, even if it's an investment, it's personal. Your clients will have their personal takes on, on different deals. Your clients will have personal takes on different situations. So sit sit down with them, have an online meeting, right? Your clients are going to have some different questions along the way. Be there and be available and take a lot of time in order to solve or to find the right solutions. So if 
Your client's uh, concern can only be answered by you providing them with a solution and not just information. Schedule a an online meeting with them and then have a step-by-step process. Have your plan A, plan B, plan C and help them uh, find what is the best solution for them right now. Finally, referrals. There have, you know, usually, typically in real estate, uh, you know, some brokers are very very uh more interested in keeping their clients to themselves or keeping their network to themselves that's not going to work anymore especially in a more connected um space in a more connected business space because if everyone is connected then that means it's very easy for your client to jump from one person to another so instead of you know being selfish about your client or you know being selfish about your information, your best bet right now and even in the future after the quarantine situation is to let your client use your network. The reason why there are, you know, the reason why our top brokers, which we featured in in our Facebook live sessions, the reason why they're successful is because they have a massive network and they let their clients use their network. If you cannot find information or cannot solve a problem, then refer someone from your network who can now one way for you to be able to save your client or you know keep your client if you're worried about you know uh, a, uh, a fellow broker stealing that client away from you or a fellow real estate professional stealing that client away from you then set up an online meeting with you your client and that person you're referring to and then see if all three of you can brainstorm and solve problems or find uh the next the the right deal for them or find the next step for this client do it together in order to not just build a better relationship with your client but also keep your client and also have and also strengthen your relationship with that fellow professional of yours so let it you know let your clients use your 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 network show them you know show them that you're able to help them that you care about them no matter what and that you all you will always have a solution for them whether that's through an inform through information whether that's through your um uh whether that's through through you know brainstorming with just them and you or having a massive network that can assist them with their needs now when you have you know when you have planned all of your um all, all of what you can offer to your client of course you don't necessarily have to offer all three of them but whatever suits the situation right when you have that um when you have that prepared your next step is of course how are you going to set it all up now we have of course your platforms in order to make it happen but do keep in mind that these platforms are there for specific reasons and you must use them specifically um, for that reason alone. Because to try and make them as your general one-size-fits-all um, platform, it's not going to work. You have to be able to be flexible with all of these tools in order to find the right fit for the situation so that your conversation with your client does not get interrupted by um, by by issues of features, by issues of, you know, just make sure that it's the right setting. So think about it this way. If you're having a physical meeting with your client, you surely don't want to meet with them in a place that's loud, that's noisy, that does that is not conducive to a proper meeting, right? You want to meet them at a nice 
place that's clean, that's not noisy, where they can understand everything that you're trying to say. So it's the same thing with these platforms. You want to make sure that when you are communicating with your client, when you're conversing with your client, that it it suits the correct situation. It suits the right needs. So we're going to go through all three of them. And of course, let's start with social media platforms. Social media platforms is not really for a one-on-one -on -one conversation with your client. Social media platforms is there to create conversations with your entire audience, right? It's not just for one person, it's for everyone. So when you're doing or when you are posting solutions or when you're talking about what you can offer, this is where this is where um, information can come in, right? Not solutions and maybe maybe not referrals, but this is where the information that you gathered is going to fit in. Because of course, you don't want to waste your time sending information to your clients individually um, if it doesn't suit the case. If you want to be able to provide more, you know, uh, to provide or to let your clients know that you're open, you're still in business, you're still here to help, you can provide your information, make nice, fancy posts on your social media platforms that can guide you know, your audience in general, and make sure that they're still engaged with your platforms. So this is both a lead generation and a client retain, uh, client retention um, strategy to use social media platforms to, to fit or to talk to a large number of people. So some suggestions, right? It's not enough for you to just post image after image after image or status after status after status. Be open to experimenting with different formats because your clients will react differently for all uh, for all these formats. So, for example, you want to use stories or Facebook stories, Instagram stories for quick tips. If you have a quick tip for your client right now, if you want to let your clients know what are the next steps or, or if you if you want to inform your clients about the current situation um, or about a real estate developer's decision or about a bank's decision in terms of home loans or in terms of uh, in terms of sales, in terms of marketing, etc. Um, if you want to let your clients know if they're, you know, what's the best way to reach certain areas, you can use stories for your quick tips and you can also post them uh, separately on your page itself. You can use FB Live for webinars, YouTube Live, like right now, for your webinars. And I would suggest that you try to get into um, into webinars as well. Not just, you know, not just Lamudi creating webinars for, for brokers or um, different brokers just like Remax and um, or broker associations like Pareb and Rebap creating their own webinars for brokers. I would suggest that if you are a broker who has substantial um, experience with regards to crises like these, or if you are a, you know, if you already know uh, what is the best steps for a, a would-be investor, then a good idea would be for you to hold your own webinars, right? Make a post on Facebook, let them know when you're going to start the webinar, what the webinar is going to be all about. And I'm sure there will be a lot of people who will engage in that webinar because from our experience ourselves, these webinars are very vital. These webinars are very important for a lot of not just brokers, but property buyers and property seekers because they want to be informed as well. They want to know what's happening 
to you know to their properties or what could happen to their properties or what their next steps should be um so give it a go i highly highly encourage this um a lot of people are starved for information and right now all we're seeing are information about COVID-19, how the government's handling it, COVID-19 around the world. I'm sure if you have a different type of information, if you can provide you know, a valuable educational experience for your clients, then you would probably retain you would probably not just be able to retain your current clients, but even have more of your clients. Uh, for the future uh, another suggestion would be if you love photo albums then and if you you know if you want to be able to answer your frequently asked questions from your buyers and your sell your sellers um, go ahead and create a photo album right uh, of infographs of uh, that contains valuable information to your clients and if you want to you know create tutorials maybe not just for uh, your clients but for your fellow brokers as well Maybe you're a professional in real estate photography. Maybe you're used to uh, creating websites for real estate. Maybe you're good at making listings uh, and having them sell like hotcakes. Maybe you are. Maybe you'd like to teach property seekers what's your tactic for searching for the best properties out there. Create a video for you know for your tutorials, and it's going to be more stable than uh, Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Right from your experience, I'm sure you've seen connections drop. You've seen people leave uh, suddenly leave webinars because they their internet uh, is not as stable. So videos for tutorial is also quite helpful. Next, you have your video conference tools. You have your Zoom, your Skype, your Google Hangouts. Uh, these are great for extensive presentations and conversations with your clients. As I mentioned. Um, if you want to provide solutions to your clients and not just information, actually have a sit down with them, have a proper online conversation with them, then use video conference tools. Uh, two things you might want to keep in mind though, um, make sure, right, prepare for any tech issues uh, or your client being unfamiliar with the tool. So it's good if you have a tutorial for your client, if you can, you know, guide your client step-by-step uh, -step uh, along the way, making sure that everything is set up well. Um, if your internet dies down, make sure that you have material that you can just send uh, or upload so that your clients can download all of the materials and have a better understanding of what their potential solutions can be. And also prepare other types of information that might be, you know, but that might be, um, uh, that might be relevant to their concern because you don't know right in the middle of the conversation your client might have a different issue that they might want to throw at you so rather than uh, having a laser focus on a single issue be prepared to answer other questions about other relevant concerns as well Next is your online messaging apps. I do not recommend using online messaging apps for providing solutions um, but definitely for information and for, you know, getting your client to, uh, to meet, you know, meet and set up a, a, an online meeting with yourself or perhaps a possible referral, then an online messaging app is great. Uh, some tips, right? Be personable, but professional when it comes to messaging your clients and keep your conversations short on online messaging apps. 
because of the nature of online messaging where you don't where it's very difficult to hear a tone hear the tone of your client right it's it's difficult to uh to tell whether your client's happy or angry or sad or what uh, keep things short and simple and if there's a massive issue that you need to deal with then shorten that online uh, chat, uh, shorten your time in this online messaging app and set up an actual call or an actual online meeting with your client so that everything gets solved in, you know, in a single, in a single session rather than long repeated messages on, on the phone. Um, it's not going to be, it's not going to be optimal for them, uh, for you and for them to have a serious conversation just via messaging. Now, after you've set up your, you know, after you've set up your, your social media post, you've created your social media post, or you've set up your online meeting, or you, you have, you know, you have your online messaging apps, you're, you're messaging them already, your next step, what, what's going to be your next step, right? What's going after? Well, what happens after is really just a, a following through. Right, making sure that your client was happy, was satisfied with the service that you provided for them. Make sure that they, you know, that you had a fruitful and productive conversation. So, you know, you can check in on them and ask for their feedback. You know, send them another form or you know, just talk to them directly and ask. Update them on any new developments or solutions that you might come up with and see if there's anything else that they might need. Perhaps after the conversation, they sit down, they talk with their family, and then they decide, hang on, there's another thing that we actually forgot to talk about right actively reach out to them and see that everything has been settled and if there's anything else that they might need now to bring everything all together right let's let's provide you with a sample uh, again a sample uh, a, a sample situation of, um, of 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 a potential valuable conversation with your client step 1 take initiative and get feedback so um Bringing it to the current situation right now where everyone's stuck in quarantine and everyone's worried about COVID-19, right? Let's say I send an email to my client whose name is John. Hi, John. I hope you're doing all right and that you and your family are safe and well right now. Always make sure that you greet your client and you let your, you know, and you let your client know that you're thinking about them and that you're hoping for their safety. The lockdown in Manila due to COVID-19 has some of my clients worried about their properties. And so I wanted to per- personally reach out to you as well, right? So this is you taking initiative and making sure that he is fine and he's taken and he has no concerns at the moment or if he has any concerns that you can answer it for him. Understandably, this may not be your top priority at the moment. Never ever hard sell in this situation, right? But I wanted to let you know that if you have any questions and concerns with regards to your property or if there's anything else I can help you with at all, my lines are open and I will do my best to help. This is an email that's not expecting anything, right? Because your clients might be busy. Your clients might be trying to deal with something right now. You don't want to overstep and you know push yourself too hard, right? You just want to let them know that if you have any concerns, if they have any concerns, you can definitely answer them and help them out during this time. This could be his response. Again, this is all a sample. This is an actual, this is just a sample, right? 
Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you for reaching out. My wife and I actually have a concern with the property we're interested in before the quarantine period was set. We were thinking about looking for other options. The neighborhood seems dense, and I think given the situation, may we, we, we may want to look for a different location. So in this situation, this is a client who's about to retire and is looking for a retirement home here in the Philippines. But because of the quarantine period, and not just because of the quarantine period, but because of the, the, the health threat right now of COVID-19, right? This person is not just thinking about the current situation. This person is probably thinking about, okay, what if it happens again, right? What if it happens again? Obviously, I don't want to live in a place where the population is too dense, right? And as you know, in Metro Manila, Metro Manila is actually the most dense um, metropolis in the world, right? We we have the densest population here. So, of course, this client might have certain concerns. So, my response would be, Hi, John. I understand your concern given the health crisis and that you want to have a safer home. I believe that the current situation is temporary and will not affect the quality of your property's location. But I do have similar properties in less popular, uh, sorry, less populated neighborhoods. Do you want us to set up an online meeting tomorrow where we can go through these listings one by one? And so... Perhaps he's actually made, uh, perhaps he's actually said yes. Perhaps he said, okay, yes, let's meet up tomorrow, right? So now I need to see what I can offer. So let's pretend, let's pretend we, I actually have a massive inventory of potential properties for this person. Uh, that are alternatives for the one that he's looking at right now. But I'm not just going to prepare photos of the property. I also have to prepare a Google map so that he can see where that location is, so that he can see um, what the potential area is. Now, this is a photo or screenshot of Tagaytay. Obviously, it's uh, it's still pretty dense, especially during um, uh, during periods where there's a lot of tourism. Right, but at least it's not as dense as Metro Manila. But on top of all these, right? So I say, okay, I don't have, I have my listings ready. I have information ready about these three. I have the map. I can show him where these properties are. And by the way, again, these are just samples. These these properties don't actually exist in the Philippines. But this is just a sample, right? But not this isn't enough. This isn't enough because, again, what was his concern about? His concern was about the fact that the neighborhood is dense and there might, you know, even after this quarantine, even after COVID-19, there might be another health threat, right? So then I show him current information on the COVID-19 situation. I'm sure he, uh, him being abroad, he might receive news about the current situation, right? But since we are on the ground and we are in, you know, we are living the uh, situation right now, we're living in the situation right now, I can provide to him research, uh, different news um, news articles, uh, any advice, any next steps that the government might have, um, might have prepared, etc. I prepare all of these so that my buyer can be more informed and, you know, whether or not uh, whether or not he'll continue with the purchase, at least he's making an informed, uh, an informed opinion, and that is what matters, right? Now, after that, we choose the platform, and of course, since it's an online meeting, then we make sure that it is in a video conferencing uh, tool or platform. So we schedule a meeting through Zoom, right? So I schedule my meeting 
property investment options, uh, time zone, and Zoom automatically chooses sing the Singaporean time zone, even though the times because, uh, and you don't have to worry about that because the time zone in the Philippines and Singapore is the same. It actually doesn't matter. Um, you prepare the, you know, the meeting ID will be generated. Then there's a password over here. Um, you set the correct options. So here my video is on and my participants for the meeting, which will be my client, their video is on too. We're using computer audio. We're not using a telephone to contact each other. Uh, and it'll be set on Google Calendar. And then after that, I make sure that I send the information to my client so that my client knows when the meeting is and how it's going to take place. Now, say after that entire conversation, you know, he's probably made his choices. Um, theoretically, he chose two properties. Again, it's a sample. Um, and so now I do my follow through, right? And my follow through is basically, you know, providing more information about these two properties. So I will, so in my email, I say, hi, John, thanks again for agreeing to meet online. I hope I was able to give you some solid options. I'm attaching more information on the three properties you said you were interested in to help you make a decision. Okay, I forgot the third, but let me know if you've narrowed down your choice. And as soon as the quarantine lifts, I can let you know when we can do a video tour of the properties you selected. So obviously, since this guy is abroad, right, perhaps, perhaps he has family here in the Philippines, etc. Let's not talk about the backstory already, right? We have, you know, we'll do a video tour instead of an actual um, he flies over here type of tour just so that he can see what's inside these two properties or what. The t what the properties that he's chosen looks like but that's after the quarantine right uh, and perhaps another option that you can make is that for example if you have connected with different brokers and you found other attractive properties then you might think okay well I can provide these other options and these other brokers to this guy too so that at the very least you know he doesn't stick with the initial options that he has more options to look at during this quarantine period so that after this quarantine period he can make a decision and then you can move forward and that is how you create or set up a valuable conversation with your client so again step one ask for their feedback ask your clients let them know uh, that you're open to any questions uh, step two prepare what you can offer to them that's through information uh, solutions or referrals um, step three, decide which platform you want to go with. And then step four, actually do your follow through. And that's it for this training session. Um, if you have any training sessions that you want to hold with your colleagues or your team, email us at academy at or drop us a line at facebook.com uh, slash Lamudi Academy where we can talk about um, a possible schedule for your team or uh, as well as the additional topics that we have for you. We can hold this via Skype, via a private li YouTube live session, and via Zoom. You can also hold this via Google Hangouts or Hangout Meet, uh, or Google Meet. <laughs> they changed their name recently, but via Google Hangouts. Um, so if uh, with that, right, um, thank you very much for, uh, for watching.